Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Puerto Rico declares state of ecological emergency. Puerto Rico's governor defends stay requests on pension cuts law. U.S. Virgin Islands Department of Human Services secures $42.4 million to build state-of-the-art Head Start facilities. At least 55 millionaires want seat in Bahamas Parliament. And Caribbean-born doctor and first female African-American transplant surgeon in U.S. honored. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, September 3rd. We start a report today in Puerto Rico. Euro News reports a state of ecological emergency has been declared in Puerto Rico as the island's coral reefs are ravaged by disease. Stony coral tissue loss disease causes tissue to die on these organisms, leaving nothing behind but a skeleton. Once infected, the corals die within weeks to months. It affects more than 20 species of hard corals found in the Caribbean, some of which are the slowest growing reef building forms. In Puerto Rico, the impact of the pandemic has allowed the disease to spread out of control, leading to the declaration of an ecological emergency. We have to put this situation in the context of the natural disasters we have had, the economic crisis and the pandemic, said Governor Pedro Pierluisi at a press conference. The state of ecological emergency allows Governor Pierluisi to allocate $1 million to the Department of Natural Resources and Environment to help fight the ongoing crisis. Treatment of the disease is labor intensive, so instead, Many of the efforts to fight the effects of the disease involve reef restoration in areas that have been lost. Corals are essential to the marine life and guarantee an ecosystem for fish and other species that support our food security, the governor said. Scientists at the Perry Institute for Marine Science discovered that the rapidly spreading disease could be linked to ballast water from ships. Reefs located close to the Bahamas, main commercial shipping ports had the most dramatic infections and mortality rates. After being first discovered near Miami, Florida in 2014, the coral disease had spread rapidly around the region's coral reefs as far as 50 meters every day. It has now been reported off the coast of Belize and Mexico to the west and as far south as the island of St. Lucia. The bond buyer reports that Puerto Rico's governor, Pierre Luisi, asked the bankruptcy judge to pause an oversight board suit against a law the board says would scuttle the plan of adjustment. Pierre Luisi's lawyer filed the request with Judge Laura Taylor Swain on Wednesday evening. The governor signed Act 7 2021 a law which bars the government from supporting the proposed plan of adjustments, any cuts to pensions or essential services, or any fee increases or tax increases to support paying debt on June 9th. On July 2nd, the board filed a suit against the governor, Puerto Rico's Senate president, and Puerto Rico's House Speaker to overturn the law. The law also would mandate 
$4.5 billion from the government accounts to be transferred to a newly created pension trust, which is not part of the board's current fiscal plan. According to the board's suit, the act purports to dictate the terms of the new plan of adjustment, contrary to the oversight board's currently proposed plan of adjustment. Pierre Luisi filed a request to stay the adversary proceeding on August 25th. Since then, the board, the Senate president, and Puerto Rico's House Speaker told the court they opposed the stay. The U.S. Virgin Islands Department of Human Services on Thursday announced that it has received official notification that its Head Start program has been awarded an unprecedented $42.4 million for new Head Start facilities territory-wide. The Department of Health and Human Services said its Head Start program applied for the grant in September 2020 and has been working with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Family Offices of Head Start. The end goal was to fulfill all requirements for approval to give the U.S. Virgin Islands what the Department of Health and Human Services deemed an extraordinary and unparalleled opportunity to rebuild the territory's Head Start infrastructure with 100% federal funding. The local U.S. Virgin Islands Department is also awaiting decisions on two more grants that would increase the current construction total. The Department of Health and Human Services also successfully applied for and received a new five-year grant to continue to operate the mostly federally funded Head Start program in the U.S. Territory. The program also recently received $1.2 million in American Rescue Plan Act funding. Caribbean National Weekly reports that at least 55 millionaires want seats in Bahamas Parliament. More than 55 millionaires are seeking a seat in the Bahamas Parliament in the September 16 general election. According to the list published in the Tribune newspaper, the list makes the Bahamas the only Caribbean CARICOM country where so many millionaires are seeking to enter parliament in the general election. In the last general election, the Free National Movement won 35 of 39 seats, with the others going to the Progressive Liberal Party. According to the published declaration based on the financial disclosures submitted to Parliamentary Registration Department, Tourism Minister Diancio de Aguilar tops the list of millionaire candidates with a total net worth of 37.9 million U.S. dollars. De Aguilar, who lists himself as a business executive, has a total assets of 36.8 million U.S. dollars, an annual income of 1.4 million, and liabilities of 345 thousand dollars. He lists among his assets more than $32 million in U.S. securities and investments and an estimated $3 million in real estate. The second highest millionaire candidate is Chester Cooper of PLP, who is estimated to be worth $14.8 million U.S. dollars with an income of $370,000 U.S. dollars. 
The bulk of his assets is in investments and in real estate worth $11 million and $3 million, respectively. Both leaders of the two main political parties are millionaires. According to the declared financial declarations, Prime Minister Dr. Hubert Minnis, who is seeking a second consecutive term in power, is worth $14.04 million U.S. dollars. In 2017, Minnis, a prominent medical practitioner, was worth $12.6 million. The full list of candidates for 2021 financial declarations is posted in the Tribune Bahamas newspaper. The Tribune reported that officials from the Parliamentary Registration Department and Public Disclosure Commission said they were not responsible for verifying the data put forth by the candidates. 14 participants from eight different organizations linked to Antigua's maritime sector were involved in a four-day training program facilitated by the U.S. Coast Guard International Port Security Program. The designated authority, which currently comprises of representatives from the respective security forces and chaired by Antigua's Permanent Secretary of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, was the body responsible for facilitating the workshop, as it is their role to regulate security at the International Ship and Port Security Certified Port Facilities. The U.S. Coast Guard International Port Program ran from August 30th to September 2nd and saw participants learn skills and ways to ensure that sound security measures are implemented to prevent and mitigate any security incident. Officials held a brief closing ceremony on Thursday at the Port Authority's Administration Building to commemorate the event. Speaking at the forum was Antigua's Lieutenant Commander Elroy Skerritt, who not only congratulated participants on a job well done, but also encouraged them to build on the newly gained knowledge. He also thanked the four U.S. facilitators, Commander Diana Harris, Lieutenant Commander Christopher Schlutt, Lieutenant Commander Joe Price Larson, and Lieutenant Commander Marquisio Robinson. Also giving brief remarks at the ceremony was Director of Antigua and Barbuda's Department of Marine Services and Merchant Shipping, Ambassador Dwight Gardner. Ambassador Gardner said he was delighted to see the wide array of individuals from both the public and private sector participating in the workshop. He said it is imperative that all stakeholders do their part to maintain the security integrity of our port facilities. We are therefore very grateful to the U.S. Coast Guard under the International Port Facility Partnership for this capacity building workshop. He said that the timing for the workshop was most opportune as local officials are in the process of finalizing the port facility security plans for the refurbished port. Dr. Velma Scantoberry, a native of Barbados, became the first black female surgeon to specialize in transplant surgery in the United States in 1989, and now the state of Delaware will honor her 
with the state's History Makers Award at the Delaware History Museum in Wilmington, the state capital, on October 7, 2021. She is the first and only black woman to be honored in this way in the history of the award, which has previously been presented to United States President Joe Biden, among others. Commenting on the award, Dr. Scantleberry said it was an honor to be chosen and told a reporter from the Delaware State News, I feel like I don't belong in this unique league of folks, but I'm grateful for the honor to be selected. Dr. Scantleberry received a degree in medicine from Columbia University in New York and then went on to complete fellowship training in transplant surgery at the University of Pittsburgh. She joined the University School of Medicine as an assistant professor of surgery in 1989. She became an associate professor before being appointed as a professor of surgery at the Regional Transplant Center of the University of South Alabama in Mobile. She also served as director of the Kidney Transplant Program and as an assistant dean of community education at the university. Before her recent retirement at the Kidney Transplant Program, Dr. Scantleberry was the associate director of the program and the director of outpatient clinics. She is currently a professor of surgery at Texas Christian University and the University of North Texas Health Center and Medical School in Fort Worth, Texas. The youngest of seven children, she was born in Goodland, St. Michael in Barbados and migrated to the United States with her parents when she was a teenager. Her goal was to pursue educational opportunities that would ultimately lead her to becoming a doctor. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Friday, September 3rd. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and follow us on Facebook.